Suicide is a major public health concern, but everyone can play a part in its prevention. Hi, I'm Tara Solomon-Smith with your K-State Research and Extension Minute. A difficult subject, but what better time to talk about it than National Suicide Prevention Month? Here are steps you can take to help someone in emotional pain. First, ask, are you thinking about suicide? It's not an easy question, but studies show you don't give a suicidal person ideas by talking about it. Keep them safe. Reducing a suicidal person's access to highly lethal items or places is an important part of suicide prevention. Be there. Listen carefully and learn what the individual is thinking and feeling. Being there is life-saving because it increases someone's connectedness and limits isolation, which is a protective factor against suicide. Help them connect. Helping someone connect with ongoing supports establishes a safety net for those moments they find themselves in a crisis. And stay connected. Staying in touch after a crisis can make a difference when someone follows up with the at-risk person. If you need help today, call the Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK or text HOME to 741-741. There is a Farm and Ranch Stress Assistance Center at 1-800-447-1985 and a Veterans Crisis Line at 1-800-273-8255. Since COVID, many businesses and workers have restructured and chosen to explore options for remote work or working from home. Being a successful remote worker often requires more than just having a computer and stable internet connection. Hi, I'm Frances Graves, Community Vitality Agent and Director of the Wildcat Extension District. I'll share a few healthy tips to maximize your job satisfaction and productivity if you find yourself working from home. The first is to set up a dedicated workspace and use it each day. When choosing a desk or table, take into consideration your ergonomic needs to protect your physical health. The second is to set a schedule. Defining your daily schedule and number of work hours helps you set and keep clear boundaries between where your work at home begins and ends. This prevents burnout and allows you to feel more productive and happier. Signs of burnout include apathy, frustration, and putting off work. Burnout can also be avoided by taking breaks, vacations, disconnecting from your devices in your off time, and creating household office hours. The third is to maintain communication. When you feel integrated into a team, you're happier and more productive. Tools like virtual meetings, online chats, and collaboration apps make this easier in a remote workspace. But meeting as much as possible with video on is the best way to simulate an office environment and develop a connection with others while working remotely. This has been Francis Graves with your Extension Update. part of healthy eating is keeping food safe. Hi, I'm Katherine Pinto, FNIP and SNAPED agent with K-State Research and Extension's Wildcat District. Individuals in their own homes can reduce contaminants and keep food safe to eat by following safe food handling practices. Follow these 10 tips to reduce the risk of foodborne illnesses. Tip number one, wash your hands with warm water and soap. Make sure to rub your hands together for at least 20 seconds. Tip number two, sanitize all surfaces that you plan to prep and prepare your food on. Tip number three, audit your fridge items for freshness. Tip number four, keep your appliances clean. Pay close attention to handles and buttons. Tip number five, rinse all produce before any prep work begins. 
Tip number six, separate ready to eat foods from raw foods when grocery shopping. Tip number seven, never use the same cutting board for raw protein and produce without rinsing first. Tip number eight, use a food thermometer. Food must be stored at a safe temperature until consumed. Tip number nine, cook food to safe internal temperatures. Check the internal temperature of seafood, meat, poultry, and egg dishes. Tip number 10, keep foods at safe temperatures. Hold cold foods at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Keep hot foods at 140 degrees Fahrenheit or above. For more information, visit www.fsis.usda.gov. This has been Katherine Pinto with your K-State Research and Extension Minute.